I saw this morning that Mar- <coughs> Mariah Carey's, uh, what is it, All I Want for Christmas is You, got dethroned as the number one song on the Billboard charts. What? Oh, I thought yeah. you were about to tell me it was a Thanksgiving song. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> All I Want for Christmas. What, what, what took the place? The uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, that's too bad. Da, 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 I think. Is that what it was? I got to look. Uh, after four years in the number two spot, Lee, who's Lee, Lee is the singer, uh, has finally dethroned Carrie. The success comes after Lee released a music video on YouTube to commemorate the 65th anniversary of the song. We have no idea who Lee is. <laughs> Robert e. Lee? Right. Yeah. yeah. Brenda Lee is her name. Ah. Okay. If it was Robert E., it would have been more impressive. Yeah. <laughs> also, would have felt less good about it being yeah. <laughs> like, like, That music video would be weird. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Should we be listening to that? <laughs> What does rocking around the Christmas tree really mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nazaroff with me as always, Pastor Joe Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And Elise McCarter. Still here, still pretty successful. All right, we yeah. are one week away from our live event. We are. At time of release, we're two days away. Two days, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, two days for recording, not for release. Oh, oh, that's this is right. Confusing. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's all weird. Yep. But we will want to say, if you are in the Houston, Texas area, we anywhere in Texas or parts of Louisiana, frankly, are yeah, closer than a lot of sure. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to invite you on Wednesday, December thirteenth, to our Advent worship service. Yeah. at seven o'clock, where we will be recording Beyond Sunday live. In so, the flesh. Yes. Yeah, you'll come and see how it's made. Yeah. <laughs> see, see the sausage live, get made. Live, live the dream. Yeah. Yep. Put a you know, a face with a voice, you know. Yeah. You know, for for all of us out there. And uh, you know, we would love our, you know, tens of adoring fans out there to Absolutely. join us, you know, to And we're to grateful record. for the people who naturally come to the uh, Wednesday evening services who don't know that we're gonna be doing You'll this. Show up. <laughs> right. We'll show up anyway. And maybe be like, <laughs> What's a podcast? Why are we doing this? <laughs> right. Who are you and why are you doing this? Can't wait. <laughs> they, will, they will at least know two out of three of us. That's, that's helpful. Presumably. <laughs> Probably at least me you know. me and David. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> fair. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh We'd love to invite you on December 13th yeah. to join us for our live recording. No tickets required. No t- Yeah, just show up. Just go. Yeah. There's probably even a meal. Yeah, if you get there early enough. I don't even know what that meal is, but... It'll be food. There will be food. There'll be cookies and cocoa afterwards. Ooh. There you go. So, even more incentive. Yeah. If you, you know, you don't like us... Come get a cookie. Come get the cookies. Will we be taking questions after? Oh, we'll do a live Q&A. Should we offer that or not? Yeah. <laughs> we should definitely <laughs> offer a live Q&A. <laughs> That'd be fun. For our premier subscribers. <laughs> yes. yes. A it. new Patreon. Yeah, tier. join our Patreon. You can have a For Q- our new Patreon as Q&A. of this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe let's just get through this first live one. <laughs> and see how it goes. And then yeah. We'll, yeah. Then yeah. We, when if we're back by popular demand at Lent. <laughs> you know, we'll like, talk about we'll talk about how to maybe let's just uh, let's just survive. Yeah. yeah let's it. just survive. That's 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 my motto in most things in life. Right. <laughs> All right, let's get to our news. All right. Every year, Oxford releases their word of the year. Ooh. Okay. That's what we're talking about the word of the I year. Know, I, this is off topic, but I listened to a fascinating podcast about the Oxford English Dictionary. Did you know that it's like... I think we're using the word fascinating <laughs> there pretty loosely. <laughs> no, it's all. It was all... Not all, but it was like mostly done through like listener contra- not listener but like contributions of like the public they like they sent out a thing like send us these words like we're looking for and so people would send in the words and like their usages and all this stuff and so yeah it's, it's been compiled by like 
thousands of people who have done it over the years. So is this okay. just like the dictionary itself, or is this the word of the year? This is Oxford English Dictionary. This is how, so like, the, dictionary this is how is the dictionary continues to do it. Yeah. Okay. Because anyway. nowadays, if something is crowdsourced over the internet, you end up with like the boat's name is <laughs> right. Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. Like not, that's that's what you get from the, you not, the internet. That's what you get. They didn't they didn't put it out to like vote for this. They just said like send us usages of these words. That you, anyway, okay. that, yeah. it was really it was an interesting podcast. You don't have to think so. That's fine. You know, I've got my things. That's fine. What do you got? What's the word of the year? What is it? Uh, we'll Bodie see if you McVoteface. know if it's not Bodie McVoteface. Yeah, we'll see if you can define it. Here. Oh, okay. The twenty twenty three word of the year, and we'll also go through the um, the runners up. Oh, okay. Is Riz? Riz. All right. Okay, I I'm know gonna, this one. I'm gonna. What? Okay, let's see. I'm gonna de- uh, spell it as R I Z. Is that correct? R I Z Z Z Z. Oh, I'm already in trouble. All right, uh, Riz. Uh, I'm guessing it is a slang. Uh, used in uh, American culture to describe someone who is really put together and like has the best stuff. You've really got the riz. I mean, you're I not think you're thinking of the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on... from like the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> or a cracker. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, a cracker? Like somebody's got a lot of crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have the Ritz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, it is slang. It is kind of a part right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a clipped word like fridge is a clipped word for refrigerator. Okay, so uh, Riz is clipped from resourceful. <laughs> you actually weren't that far off with like Ritz. All right, it was so. from charisma. Oh, yeah, yes. okay, charisma Somebody who has charisma. Yeah, so if you got that, they know Riz. that's not how you spell charisma, right? There's no actual Z's in charisma. But it's just for the pronunciation. Help yeah. the yeah. Riz because yeah. Riz is not. No, you would say Riz. Yeah. <laughs> You could do rissum. Mm. They got the rissum. Mm. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds, sounds like, like a, something you need to see your doctor yeah, for. Yeah, from the 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they got the whistle. They right. got the rissum. Yeah. Right. yeah. So if you got the if you ever got the riz, it's someone's ability to attract another person through style, charm, or attractiveness without any substance. Well, it doesn't necessarily mm. have to be without substance. It's I'm just assuming it's without substance. <laughs> you think somebody who's charismatic has no substance? I'm assuming the person with the riz is charismatic <laughs> with no substance. <laughs> Um, you could also be a Rizzler. A Rizzler. <laughs> yes, that is a, a title to individuals who possess copious amounts of Riz. <laughs> copious amounts. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you think? Do you have the Riz? Rizzle me this, Batman. Um, yeah. I do. I, I don't feel like you can self-define the Riz. I think if by saying you have the Riz, you automatically lose the Riz. Yeah. It has to be I think you have to upon just have you. it and yeah. not acknowledge it. Yeah. You know, that, that, and that, like by not acknowledging is how you have it, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good thing because uh, Tom Hanks and George Clooney weighed in and they said if you ha- if you claim to have riz, you don't have riz. You know, yeah. like so. Dude, Tom if Hanks you have to riz. brag about it, it's not real. Yeah, Tom Hanks has got it. Uh, agreed. Sure. Anybody who has to say they're smart is probably not that not smart. smart yeah. yeah, like you, you know, you gotta. Other people should be saying that about you. Yes, if, if you're yeah. that smart or charming or funny. That's why I never say many of those things. Yes. <laughs> And, and uh, we're still waiting for people to say it about you. Right. <laughs> I assume they Zing. say it in my absence. <laughs> <laughs> I go the opposite direction, so I say, like, I'm really dumb, because if you say it about yourself, it's not true. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so dumb. That's right. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you just fishing? Pro <laughs> tip. Right. Reverse psychology. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. If you say you have Riz, you know, you don't got Riz. Let's let's maybe... Don't got it. 
who has Riz, you know, in our circle, in the Beyond Sunday circle, who's got that Riz? Out of the three of us? circle? You know, <laughs> like our, this circle? Or who, what we think is, does Relevant Magazine, do they got Riz? No. No, no they do not have Riz. No. Probably uh, probably compared to most of our sources, it might have the most Riz. That time we used the New York Times was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Does the New York Times have Riz? I think the New York Times has some Riz. I feel like they're more like substance over Riz. Oh. If we ever use the New Yorker, Ooh. that, yeah. That's got Riz? It's got Riz. I'm down with the New Yorker. That's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what about uh, Mariah Carey versus Brenda Lee? Oh, Brenda Lee's got Riz. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Did you guys ever see that New Year's Eve thing where Mariah Carey got all... No. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it, and yeah, it's amazing. It's, yeah, she gets like all... She can't hear herself or something, and it is terrible. Like, yeah? She's performing in Times Square for New Year's Eve, and it's, it's... And it's awful? It's part of the charm of the Mariah fandom is she's kind of a mess of a yeah. person whenever she's performing. Yeah. Okay. But... Uh, I still think, you know, the song slaps. That's another go. slang word for you. Right, I know that one. <laughs> let's talk about some um, some of our runners up. Are any of them actual words or are they all going to be slang? Because that's going to kind of irritate me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> take a beat. Take a breath. <laughs> that definitely does not have any riz. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we know who doesn't have it it's in the our absence circle. of riz. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Rizless. <laughs> uh, all right. We got prompt. Prompt? Prompt. Prompt. Like you're... Prompt, you're on time? Not that. <laughs> How, so there's another prompt? <laughs> yeah, like you're giving chat GPT oh, a, a prompt. prompt. Oh, oh okay. To, yeah, so it is, a, it is a connection to AI. Okay. Um, so giving it an AI a prompt to kind of give back to you. Sure. So, okay. All right. Of all the one, words we could choose for AI, that's a lame one, but all right. That's... that's Take it up with Oxford. You yeah. listen to their you listen you like their fascinating podcast. <laughs> it wasn't an Oxford podcast. Anyway. All, right. <laughs> All right, we got a situation ship. Oh, situation yeah, I know what that means. Is that like a complicated relationship? Yeah, it's like you're not really in a relationship. A situation you're in a situation. Yeah, you are in a right. romantic relationship that is based on situation, not necessarily. Like how do you get feelings a, or establishment? What? <laughs> how? It's like it's convenient to be with each other or something. So like yeah. you do for right now, and you haven't talked about like future plans or anything like that. Yeah, it's a situationship. God, I'm glad I'm. I not know about single. this one of my coworkers. Absolutely, yeah. Horrendous. One of my coworkers would say she was in a situationship, so we talked all about it. Okay. Oh my god, that sounds awful. And then yeah. uh, you probably know what this one is, and that is Swifty. Yep. Oh yeah, that one I know. Yeah. See, so that's what you use to clean your floors, right? Yeah. <laughs> your Swifty. <laughs> Well, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> for fans of Taylor Swift, if you're yeah. unaware. Fans of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Are called Swifties. Swifties, yep. Yep. Uh, well, she's probably got that Riz. So. She, Swift does <laughs> have that Riz. That's true. She's oh, got yeah. it. Whether you like her or not, she got it. So. Yeah. yeah. People are into it. Yeah. Uh, and then the other runners up, um, those are the finalists. Those okay. Four. And the, uh, were Beige Flag. Beige Flag, yeah. I, That was a funny one. I enjoyed yeah. that one. This, yeah. yeah. So Beige Flag would be, you know, if you're looking through somebody's uh, dating profile, yeah. You know, Best qualities, worst qualities. Red flags, you don't want to. Right. Disqualifiers. Not, di- not yeah. engage. Yeah. Green flags, okay, that that draws you. Beige yeah. flags, like that's uh, interesting. Yeah. Could Maybe be neutral. Good, yeah. Could be bad. Interesting. So if somebody's like, I love making Excel spreadsheets. Right. Beige flag. Like, <laughs> like, uh-huh, yeah. like that of the people you murdered, or right. yeah. Like yeah. That, <laughs> that's interesting. Need more information. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or you know, like super into documentaries, like. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, yeah. like that could be cool, right? Yeah. Like it's beige. It's but not... then you find out that they make their own claymation yeah. documentaries, and sure. that's the yeah. red flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is <laughs> actually so. transformed over the years based on my research. Beige flag used to be you're boring, and yeah. now it's more like that could be endure- enduring. Yeah. You know, like right. that that kind of could like be cool. simpleness. Yeah. Like or like every year I watch all the claymation Christmas you know specials that came out mm, in the in mm-hmm. the 50s and 60s yeah. that's my tradition like that, that is that's a, beige that's yeah. a hard red flag for me <laughs> there's, there's a facebook group that's got like millions of members and it's called the dolman's club <laughs> and somehow i've wound up like this gets suggested for me a lot probably because they're very funny but it's a bunch of dudes just posting about like their dull hobbies nice. <laughs> like all the details about it yeah. i think if you are super into something, even if it's kind of weird, I think that's it can be yeah, interesting. Having a yeah. passion, that's good. Yeah, I think it's more green flag than than beige. I, I'm I'm what's the what's the comp with the in between between beige and green? Mm, puke, like tea. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my <No>. puke flag. Oh, <laughs> khaki, I guess. Ooh. Okay, maybe like an army green. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah, there you go. Camo. Uh, de de influencing. Yep. Do you know what that is? It's like the opposite of influencing. Well, kind of like, or like so influencing them in a bad direction. Mainly, it's uh, it's a in response to like influencers who are using their social media fame right. to promote products that right. they're being paid to promote. Right. So de-influencing is like I'm not doing that, oh. or I'm actively against other influencers who are doing yeah that. i've yeah. seen okay. it be like somebody like so if, we're like de-influencing because we don't use this podcast to promote any products <laughs> well i've seen people if like an influencer is promoting for instance like an eyeshadow palette or something i've mm-hmm. seen people make videos of like actually this is hideous in real life and let me show you like oh you know it's like the takedown yes. right yeah, yeah. let's yeah. do that, that. Like let's do a podcast taking down influencers that yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> sounds really christ-like <laughs> well, yeah, go what, after people what christian podcast out there are we coming for <laughs> right <laughs> so those dudes probably right. got Mar- one yeah. marcel marcel yeah, for yeah. sure yeah driscoll's definitely got one we're coming yeah, for but you but it's not right? under Mar- yeah. Yeah. yeah uh heat dome heat dome climate thing okay yeah sure boring and paris parasocial Parasocial? Yeah. That's like you enjoy being on the outside of social things? Or is that like you parachute into social situations? Because <laughs> I want to be that. <laughs> uh, it's a relationship that's one-sided. Oh. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So you're doing all the work in the relationship. It's a parasocial relationship. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. So you could have a parasocial so- situationship. You could. You definitely. Yeah. Could, definitely yeah. Could. That sounds messy. It does. <laughs> definitely doesn't have that riz. <laughs> does not. <laughs> But whoever you're in that with probably does, <laughs> which is how you got yourself in that place. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Um, there you go. Those are our word of the years, according to Oxford. All right. Well, let's see if we can work Riz into this podcast a couple more times. Maybe, I think <laughs> Maybe we don't. <laughs> you know what's got that Riz? Yeah. Advent. Oh, Advent has got that Riz. <laughs> I think it's one of those things. The more you force it, the, you know, you're the like less a, it works. You're a Swifty for Advent. I'm fine with that. A venti? A venti. You're a venti. Ooh. Wait, is that the big one or the small one? It is the one? big one. Okay, I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be the small one. I feel <laughs> like you no, sat The small one like, is a large. <laughs> so, like, obviously. Right. <laughs> Clearly, that's the small one. Which is right. insanity. It is. So, like, it's truly. Yeah. Starbucks naming practices are off the rails, and we've never talked about it. As a society? <laughs> yeah. No, on this podcast. We, we need to get into it. I know. Yeah. We just accepted it that it is. A small is a tall. Yeah. <laughs> small is a tall, and the other two mean large. And right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, 50 means 20. So. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> 20 what? <laughs> Dollars. That's what it is. I don't even think it's, it's 20 ounces. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. 
anyway. Let's talk about Advent. Uh, Advent. 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 All right. Uh, this is from our friends at Relevant. See, who may other people think Advent is cool. I was going to say, it's time for our biannual argument. <laughs> who, who, may, who may or may not have that riz. Biannual? Um, I think so. I think we talk about it at least twice a year. Okay, okay. Fair enough. How, or maybe every other year? <laughs> that's, yeah. Biannual is complicated. Fortnightly. <laughs> Fortnite, that's every two weeks. Yeah. That's probably about right. Yeah. Or it's a game that my middle school kids play <laughs> and I hear about a lot. Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. Man, so many words with multiple meanings. Oxford, get on it. We've got so many <laughs> options for you. <laughs> How the Advent season can teach us about patience. Hmm. All right. And maybe for <laughs> Elise, Elise already I, angry. I'm going to need us to hurry up and get through this. <laughs> <laughs> I got things to do. Right. <laughs> Y'all are the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> All right. Into Advent. So Advent is how many days before Christmas? Oh, Advent starts four Sundays before Christmas. Four, okay. So it's not a set number of days. It's not. Four Sundays before Christmas. Okay. So, so th- this year it's actually the shortest it can be because Christmas Eve is a Sunday. And so that is the fourth Sunday of Advent. I've heard that this has resulted in some like interesting scheduling for christmas eve <laughs> ha- so yeah some church because christmas eve falls on a sunday some uh-huh. churches have like moved things around and so some have like bumped advent up a week right. and others have said like oh no we're just gonna keep so we've at lord of life we've kept it out as it as it is but we moved our wednesdays up and so yeah it's just it's scheduling yeah. right i mean there's no outside of like the catholic church uh, and probably other like orthodox uh, groups there's no like this is the way you must do it and so mm-hmm. advent is a, a ritual you can figure out how you want to follow and typically it is four sundays before advent yeah, so here at Lord Life, our Advent 4, our fourth mm-hmm. Sunday, would be Christmas Eve. So we have yep. Christmas Eve morning yep. is Advent 4. Is Advent 4. Right. Christmas Eve Different evening. service than Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's like six services on Christmas Eve this year. We're only doing one in the morning, so there's five. Sorry. But so, yeah, five. Excuse me. The one in major the mor- difference. The one in the morning is Advent four, right. and so it, and it's a, this is the difference, right? It's a completely different set of texts, and of, yeah. like it's a different piece of the story. Okay. Than the Christmas Eve story, it's not like we're having five Christmas Eve services. We are having five services that day, but they are different services. Do you have to carb load for that? Like, as no, a pastor. I'm not running a marathon. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a lot of work. Are I'm, you doing I, any of those? I have to drink water. I do none that. of those. Okay, nice. Yeah. nice. <laughs> I'm gonna be out of town. So. Yeah. Uh, what? In in kind of the office schedule, like December is actually probably my least busy month. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I might be the only person on staff that it can say that, but like May will be my busiest month. Yeah. Right. So like you know, and I'm I might be the only person on staff who would say that. Yeah. So like you know, it's just kind of different. Yeah. Yep. So. Different rhythms. Yep. All right. Uh, let's start us off here by Ben K. Those are two different words. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Gay. <laughs> K. K. Oh, K. I thought he was that muscle rub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Ben was called that in middle school. Is, is this right? former Lord of Life member Ben Kessler writing Ooh, this? Maybe. maybe. It, Shout uh, out to Ben K. There it is. I will say, is Ben K still a product? Does that still exist? Yeah. Yeah. Why okay. not? I don't know. I didn't know if it like went out of style with like Icy Hot and other things. I didn't out know. of style. Is Icy Hot out of style? I don't know. Were or did Icy Hot come in and change the game? I don't see. Like, Icy Hot got that Riz. I don't see Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal advertising Icy Hot anymore, so I don't know. Is it, is it still a thing? Uh, boy. Man, here we go. Let's get into this. All right. Technology has forever changed the waiting game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Amazon and Apple, we can rock around our homes like we're straight out of the crown. Right, rock around the Christmas tree. Thanks to Brenda Lee. Sorry. Rightful <laughs> queens and ki- queens and kings of our own and highly personalized digital domain. Uh, every TV show, movie, and song in history, it's on demand. Truth. Uh, your All your social media accounts, up in seconds. On my phone. Food delivered to your doorstep, 
There's an app for that. that DoorDash it right now. Part. Yeah. That's the yeah. best one. Yeah. <laughs> Clothes, home goods, books, gifts, any other thing you'd want Never or need in this life. House. Amazon, right? Yep. It's all there. Um, the digital world has given access to a, a cost to a click lifestyle, uh, which every human need or urge, however healthy or destructive, can be immediately fulfilled with almost no effort or weight on our part. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so let's talk about that for a minute.Ure. Because that's, you know, I probably, you know. Positive. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Pro. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's an awareness of like, how does that shift how we interact with the world? It's different. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, like for those of us, and I consider myself one of them, you know, caught in between two worlds. Like I lived in a world where this wasn't a thing. Sure. I think we all live in uh, the three of us. Yeah. But, you know, our children don't. Right. Right. And I live in a world where it's now a thing. It's different. You know, for some people, you know, they don't mess with the internet really. You know, they've, so they never entered into this world. And for some kids, they've just grown up in this. It is kind of like, how do we navigate kind of this newness of a new world? You know, essentially. Do you all remember like Amazon coming out and being like just a bookstore online? And being like, why do we need an online bookstore? I can walk to the library or like thinking like how stupid of an idea. And now I'm like, Yep, I'm not going to a store. That's right there, right? right? I can, I can order there, this. In there's seconds. quite literally a Barnes and Noble across the street from my neighborhood. Yeah, I go in maybe twice a year. I'm impressed you go in that often. That's, <laughs> that's really if I'm like kind of bored. <laughs> like, yeah. let's just walk around a bookstore, right? Like, I want to read the back of some books. You know, sure. I want to be inspired by something. Yeah, and then I'll yeah. order it on Amazon because it's cheaper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's that. kind of a bummer. Yeah. It is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. So like I mean that's just the reality. and our and our kids don't know anything different right yeah. like uh yeah there's <laughs> there's a funny podcast the other day or not podcast a uh, meme and it was a guy who was saying like the other day I was telling my six year old how when Netflix started uh, they delivered DVDs to my or to our house yeah that was wild and, and then it was like my six year old in an old lady voice when I was a kid the internet came in the mail <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're not wrong yeah because I also got America online yeah. CDs absolutely in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah getting roasted by your six year old so yeah that's right. that's hard that's yeah. Hard. Yeah, uh, so it is a different world it is. kind of growing yeah. up. So when it comes to like this Advent season, a mm-hmm. season of w- intentionally saying we're waiting, right. whether or not we like that season or not. <laughs> <laughs> not the point. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Christmas time. It can, so this is the thing, right? It can be Christmas, but Christmas is still not here. Right, yeah, we can yeah. we can also acknowledge Christmas is not here. Mm, you yeah. listen to whatever Christmas music you want, mm. put up your Christmas lights, do the whole thing. But like, we can all acknowledge December twenty fifth is not here yet. Yeah, okay. right. And so, how do we wait for that moment? How do we be yeah. intentional on that? So, Christmas, mm-hmm. it's got that riz. All right, fine. <laughs> all right, we've worked it in. <laughs> Done. Done. All right, so so let's let's talk about this. How does this how does this affect people's patience in this world? Do you think? I can say for myself, like the fact that I can get on to Amazon and I can have something here the next day Uh often, right? Like sometimes like you can order things at like 10 o'clock at night and it's there in the morning when you wake up, right? That level of uh, ability to have something immediately really impacts how I'm willing and able and comfortable waiting for anything else. I mean, even even in the realm of like shipping something, if you have to, God forbid, order something from someplace other than Amazon and you wait for like a week you know for something to come right that's still like that's still really incredible that like you can get something from wherever in the amount of time but like we're not satisfied with that and so i think it can leave us with this place of feeling like we can never be satisfied because it's never fast enough yeah Hmm. yeah i'm gonna be honest i'm watching you know why do dishes a show on uh 
Hulu mm-hmm. right now. Sure. We have the ad version of Hulu because oh. it's cheaper. And every time those, you know, 45 seconds of ads pop, I'm like, what is this? Right. Yeah. Get this out of here. Why I don't need this? to hear about him's hairspray for men. I mean, I might, but, but I'm, that's not the I'm point. done right. with this one ad over and over and over yeah. again. You know, that is the worst part about the Hulu ads is the lack of variety. It's, I mean, that's yeah. the ad. No, the I ads themselves. Too, yes. like yeah. Him's hairspray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah him's yeah. hairspray. Uh, yeah. A threatening thing. I might already have shingles. Like, <laughs> with a, a very threatening voice. Like, I'm like, oh my God. It's, scary. it's yeah. in your body do right I? now. It's kind of like that. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. How <laughs> worried do I need to be about shingles? Lurking <laughs> behind your door. It's like chicken pox 2.0. Right? Well, I'm also <laughs> like, I don't even really know what shingles is. Right. <laughs> like, but I might have it. If you love the pox, get ready. This Halloween, it's coming for you. But like, yeah, but I'm used to like, I never watch TV with ads ever, except for maybe sporting events. Like that's it. So like having like, I'm going to watch a show on Hulu and there's ads. I'm like, ugh. Do I even want to watch this shit? Yeah. Like, that's really like, should I just go to Netflix and watch something that doesn't have ads? Yeah. You know, that I'm maybe less interested in, but I just don't want to deal with it. So I think we have definitely experienced, you know, patience is tough. And mm-hmm. like, for those of us who kind of lived in two worlds, right? Like, yeah. we ha- had a world where there was waiting and now mm-hmm. everything is instantaneous. Like, so part of the question is like, what is that doing for future generations? Are, is their patience less and less and less and less? Yeah. Because they never even had to think I had to wait for anything in right. my life. Mm. Everything was instantaneous from the moment go. Yeah. You know, and that, that and maybe changed this. So things. that's one of the things yeah. that I think is really helpful for us, right? Because we look at, if we look at a, a larger scale of other than just our life, if we look at like, man, there is a, a war in Israel, there is a war in Ukraine, there are people who are hungry, there are people who need shelter, right? Some of those things we have to be actively waiting for the resolution to come. Yeah. And I think sometimes we are so prepared for like instantaneous results that we're unwilling uh, to wait for people to actually do the necessary work to fix a solution. And so we, mm. you know, the stuff that has come out with Israel and Gaza, right? Everybody had an instant hot take. Sure. No, nobody was willing to like wait and say like, what's happening and how can we actually find a solution? No, I need my instant information now. Or, or, you know, the same thing happens with, you know, we elect a political leader and like two days in, they haven't done the thing that I wanted them to do yet. Sure. And so we start, you know, throwing up our hands and saying, this is, you know, outrageous or whatever. There, we have, yeah, we've lost this ability to. Sure. I mean, like, yeah, the Ukrainian war was like, like a season of a TV show. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's been six weeks. What do we do now? W- yeah. Why isn't it over? Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. that should be over. Like, it was, it was, it was really interesting. We all got to talk about it. We got to watch some neat things about the Ukrainians defending their homeland or whatever. And like, that was fun. But like, it's not been resolved. Like, well, I mean, I guess call me when it gets resolved, yeah. right? Because like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. Like, s- mentally, socially, you know, or or emotionally, I just can't. I'm done, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm moving on. Like, so without recognition of like. Sometimes war lasts a very long time, and for things yeah. to change, it, it takes an incredible amount of effort, time, yeah. and sometimes generations to reach. And like, yeah, we just don't have that same level of patience for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I question how much <clears throat> like the accessibility of like necessities in our world really affects that, like our patience for those things, right? And in our kids as well. I mean, I think yes, like you can have things on demand. You can pull up your favorite tv show you can order a book and it could be here tomorrow you can DoorDash food but time is still fixed right and mm-hmm. they're like factors outside of like our basic necessities are still 
subject to that. So like you're still like you're waiting to grow up, right? Thinking from my daughter's perspective, you're waiting to be in fourth grade. Like you're waiting to get results on a test. Like there's still all of that. And for like wars and big emotional traumas and things, you get emotionally fatigued. And I think that that's been sort of the same from what I understand over the course of human history. Like I would assume that people living through the Vietnam War, World War II, experience some of that emotional fatigue and sort of burnout too where they're like okay well i'm not i cannot sustain being in the spot of heightened like emotion and interacting with this you know especially and i understand like it's very much a luxury to be able to be removed from that and not living in a country that's you know undergoing that right now but when you are i think it is normal and human to kind of okay well (laughs) we'll touch base you know every so often but i cannot sustain that level of emotional involvement sure i think what it, what i observe is like the difference now from like the 70s or you know the 40s with world war ii right is the immediacy and the constancy of mm-hmm. the flow of information right right and so i think the uh the rapidness with which we reach that point of emotional burnout yeah is heightened and increased Probably. i think we get there yeah. a lot faster because we're so much uh, more inundated with that information and the immediacy of that information. Um, that that's my sense, right? So it just comes out of so much faster with so much more uh power, um, that we would probably get there faster. Yeah. And so, how do we then, uh, as people of faith, right? That's really the, the question of Advent is how do we step out of that space? Not to say like, oh, we'll stop using Amazon. Like that's not the point, right? Yeah. Uh, and even stop using DoorDash. That's not the point, right? Uh, you can have these modern conveniences that are valuable and that are beneficial. That's great. But how do we make space to intentionally cultivate a sense of we're waiting for something that is bigger and better than anything that we can get in this immediate moment, right? right. We're waiting for something that's better than that. We're waiting for uh, the birth of Christ. We're waiting for Christ to come again, right? And we know that as a people of faith, we're going to keep waiting for that because we don't know what the result right. of that is going to be. Uh, and that's like that's what Advent is all about, is how do we cultivate that sense of we're waiting for something better than what we have now. Sure. Well, and I think like... You know, that, that gives that thing of like, how do we intentionally find patience? Because mm-hmm. we yeah. don't, if you're, if, yeah. you know, uh, you know, waiting to grow up, well, that is a fixed timeline. There's nothing you can do about yeah. that. But And that can be a great way to help but cultivate getting food, patience. Getting food that has an optional timeline, right? Sure. Like it could be, you know, it could take a lot of effort and... Uh, or it could be instantaneous. Like we, we're we choosing how we engage in that. So how sure. do we choose patience, maybe even for these things where we get that choice? You know, like, because like when it comes to war or fourth grade, we don't get those choices. Yeah. But we do get those choices and many, many things in our life. And how do we choose to be patient in them is becoming, I think, more and more complicated, right? Like, yeah. Because like I, whenever I have my chance, like, should I choose to be patient or should I choose immediate gratification? Immediate gratification looks pretty appealing. Yeah, and sometimes in the moment, it's hard to even say like, why wouldn't I choose immediate gratification? Yeah, like, like it makes no sense not to. And so you know, the question is like, does that ultimately hurt us by not being able to to understand patience in the long run, or is there value in saying, okay, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get DoorDash immediately. I've got to wait. Is there value in that? I so. I kind of think that, you know, whether or not we should DoorDash our food is kind of besides the point sure. of, you yeah. know, the yeah, big yeah. question of patience for a resolution that may or may not come, you know, spiritually and politically or whatever it is. Yeah. But I, I do think, you know, if you want to <laughs> look at like your small choices, right, then to me, it's always like, OK, what is holistically better? Like, 
does it make a big difference in my overall health if I door dash fast food one night a week versus choosing to cook that meal at home? Sure, probably, probably not. not. Yeah. If I'm doing that every night, sure, that starts to make a holistic difference, right? Well, and if yeah. you're if you're doing it in order to get some sort of uh, satisfaction gratification out of the fact that you have it instant, right? If, mm-hmm. if like that's if you're using that to fill a, a void, right? You're like, oh, well, I can get this immediately, and that makes me feel better about. Right? If that becomes the if that becomes the medicine, right? Or, mm. you know, so you're not turning to the bottle, but you're turning to the DoorDash, right? Or sure. whatever that yeah. might be. I think that can be... Or Netflix. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Or whatever yeah. it is that... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And whatever. again, like, on occasion, I'm not convinced that that's necessarily a bad thing. Sure. You know, I think that there are... You need to... <laughs> humans need to self-soothe sometimes, you know? Like yeah. that, and that, if that is a way that you're like, I had a hard day and I don't want to deal with cooking dinner tonight and I would like to eat right now. Yeah. I think that's valid, you know? But if you're doing that as your default, then I think that maybe it's time to have a conversation with yourself about that. Well, and and even like, even if that is a piece of the default, right? How do we make intentional choices to say, okay, today I haven't had a hard day. Um, It would be really convenient to order DoorDash. That Mm. would be faster, but I could practice patience today, right? I could, you know, get out the vegetable and whatever I have in my refrigerator and I could cook something and I could, Mm -hmm. you know, take the time that it takes to cook something. And, uh, you know, how can we take advantages or take advantage of the best moments of our life to practice for the hard moments, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. that's what uh, spirituality is ultimately all about is practicing for what will inevitably come is challenges and struggles, whatever that might be. And so how do we put those practices into place now mm-hmm. to be ready for something else? So I read this book by Malcolm Gladwell, who's mm-hmm. kind of like a, well, he's a writer for yeah. he was a writer for the New Yorker historian. Yeah, yeah. he's got that riz. Yeah. He's got a good yep. podcast. Yeah. A great name too. Yeah, welcome. Yes, Gladwell. Yes, yeah. uh, and he was writing about um, classical classical musicians, professional okay. classical musicians. So right. He was kind of like, what makes a professional classical musician? Like, how do you get into it? How do you get? You know, what are the steps that get you there? Yeah, and he kind practice. of surmised that. Uh, yeah, practice. Yeah. Jerks. What's the how do you get to Carnegie Hall? That's right. Practice, Practice, yeah. Probably not that yeah. many friends. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he kind of found out like when he looked at you know the people who play at Carnegie Hall, mm-hmm. um, they all put in about. 10,000 hours. The 10,000 hour rule, yeah. 10,000 hours of practice to get there. Yep. And then they did the research of like, are there outliers? Mm-hmm. Are there people who are just savants, right? Like they Project, just natu- yeah. they just naturally took up that instrument and they got it. And they were able to kind of skip those 10,000 hours or at least shorten them. And he's like, he couldn't really find any. Mm-hmm. And then he thought, are there people who are just bad? You know, who put in their 10,000 hours and then like, they're just not that good. Like mm-hmm. they just don't mm-hmm. have it. And he's like, and then we couldn't really find any. Like the yeah. only thing I said was like, if you reach that ten thousand hours, you were had the ability to be a professional musician. You know, at, you know, in the classical thing. Like, like that was like the only factor is like, did you put in the work? Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's kind of like this interesting kind of thing of like, if we want the things we want, and and you know, this Malcolm Gladwell, you know, somebody's like, well. To be an expert, you have to put in ten thousand hours. Mm-hmm. But to get self gratification, you don't. Right? Like, like right. you just don't. Like, you just don't have to do that. Like, and so, are we in this like absence of patience lifestyle that's easy to fall into? Are we wanting to fast track the good things in life? Yes. Like, and like, do I want to be an expert in my job? What is the quickest, easiest way to get there? Right. Do I want to be an expert 
in my marriage? What is the quickest, easiest way to get there? An expert parent, what is the quickest, easiest way to get there? And I'm not sure there is a way to do that. Yeah. Right. You know, like I think like sometimes it, like Malcolm Gladwell said, like, you just have to put in the work and yeah. you put in those hours and it's going to, you know, it pays off, but it, sometimes it's hard to see that in the moment. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of the challenge of like patience. So what does it mean to be patient in Advent season? I mean, sometimes it's, there are gifts wrapped under the tree and kids have to sit there and wait mm-hmm. to get there, to, to open them. And that's putting in the work of patience, right? Like that's putting in that work of like, I've got to wait for something that's coming. And there's nothing wrong with getting a kid a you know, gift, but it's a practicing patience. Some kids. Yeah, some kids don't deserve gifts. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> Let's saying. be that. clear. I'm just, you know, like we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're boldly saying some snotty kids out there. Right. <laughs> like there's a reason Santa gives them coal. Right? That's right. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, just a fun fact. If you did two hours a day, every day, to get to your 10,000 hours, you're looking at uh, 13.7 years. Yeah, that's a lot of time. It is. Yeah, I'll throw out that it's sort of a similar thing in writing as well. Like Stephen King has a very famous thing where he says it's about a million words before you get good. You need to write a million words before you have any sort of publishable content. Sure. How many words are in like a standard Stephen King book? Uh, so about a hundred thousand is kind of an average. Oh, so that's for only a that's novel. only ten books. That's fine. Right. Yeah. So he had to write. But I mean, you're looking at <laughs> he had to write ten years. Yeah. No, I, ten I totally books. Yeah. yeah. To to finally get to like the then his eleventh book is like this one feels okay. Right. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of like work on the front end, toiling and obscurity type thing. Sure. Um. So I think I can maybe make an argument that maybe there's a positive spin to our lives, you know, being as immediate as they are, and that not having to spend extra time on like the daily necessities frees up time absolutely to become yeah. an expert sure. to be a really involved parent to be sure. a really involved spouse like that yeah. there's maybe a balance there that's for sure that's yeah. really positive yeah there are lots of good things about yeah. the immediacy that we have available to us mm-hmm. but it can also be overwhelming right and, yeah yeah i think you know also what i was saying is like our world does not necessarily lend itself opportunities to be patient right yeah. now yeah. Right? and so in those patient moments, we have to find them. Like we have to seek them out and sometimes put ourselves in intentional places where like, I'm going to wait. And, like Advent. And that's a, that can be a challenge. Yeah. It's less of a challenge in Advent. <laughs> a season cultivated for such a time as this. There you go. For hundreds of years, Christians have gathered to wait there you go. and to practice. The Ventis. Yes. The Ventis, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> All right, so uh, we hope you, you know, we're inviting inviting all of us to wait in this Advent. Maybe season. we should like not load this podcast at the normal time, so people have to practice waiting before they get. That won't work. Yeah, that won't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, then we, we get emails enough. like the podcast isn't out. Yeah. Right, we don't it's have true. enough pull for that to be like a thing yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Okay, Taylor Swift needs to do that. Yeah, so, like, she if she does that, then there's pull in the world. Right, we'll, we'll tweet at her or X at her or whatever it is yeah. now. Yeah, I don't have a Twitter or an X. Yeah. I've got exes, but <laughs> do they live oh, in Texas? Uh, exes, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, actually, none that of them. That must be did. awkward. <laughs> I came here married. I don't have any exes right. in Texas. <laughs> they could have moved here. You don't know. As far as I know, none of my exes live in Texas. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think if I have any. Maybe I don't yeah. know. I don't know where she lives. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody's out there. <laughs> Are you yeah. my ex? <laughs> Let us know on Beyond Sunday Podcast <laughs> at <laughs> gmail.com. Send us an email. <laughs> Come to the Advent service. Yeah, there you go. We'll catch up. We'd It'll love to meet That'll you. That'll be a fun live, <laughs> live throwdown. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little Maury Povich out yeah. there. <laughs> All right. 
Have we done the things? We've done the things. Patrick said the email. Shoot us a note. Let us know how you're waiting for stuff. Beyond Sunday Podcast at gmail.com. And, Let us know uh, who's got that. Who's got Riz? Who's got Riz? That's right. Yeah. Who on the podcast? Yeah, do you let's think take has a, Riz? Let's take a poll. Listener poll. Who, yeah, on the who podcast? has the most Riz? On yeah. the podcast. You can all say Cassandra. We know. That's fine. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That is fair. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with our live episode. Woo! Yeah. December 13th. Here at Lord of Life Lutheran Church in the Woodlands, Texas at 7 p.m. You can come watch us record live. Yeah, December 13th on your calendars, number one in your hearts. <laughs> December 1st in your hearts? That right. no, doesn't really work either way. <laughs> I think you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot on the Riz, ca- <laughs> the Riz That's calendar. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> that Riz was gone a long time ago. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. <laughs>